When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. How's it going? Go great. Uh, good, good. Donna? Yes, Steve. It's the Donna and Steve experience. Uh, DJ Rock Lobster is here. Yesterday, you gave us a box office blast where he always brings us every Monday at 10 o'clock. We get a roundup of what happened at theaters over the weekend. Uh, you weren't here for it, Donna. No, I was not. And Clomp Clomp, I wondered if we just might be able to play it again. I told her that normally this lives within the Dirt Alert. Yes. Uh, but maybe she could hear it. Okay. Time for a B.O. Blast, blast from DJ Rock Lobster. Lobster. Clomp Clomp. <laughs> And then I'd say, oh, Encanto was the number one film of the weekend, followed by House of Gucci. Thanks for that blast <laughs> of B.O. Box office results. results. Carry on with that dirt alert, Rock Lobster. Clop, clop. We love that guy. That's He's good. great. He's really good. It's, I'm feeling Time a lot of, for a B.O. Bl- I love him. a lot of testosterone around here. Oh, yeah. We had just. Yeah, you just took over. Sausage logs yesterday, <laughs> family style. We talked about a hole in the bottom of Steve's underwear that exists in an, a number of pairs. Is that how that went? No, or just one? I have one. worn holes into the undercarriage. That's when I know underwear are done. There are times when I could just wear a waistband and hanging fabric. And then I'm like, you know what? I'm going to get some new underwear. Wait a minute. Okay. I Is that a common problem? I don't have holes in my underwear. Well, I know You're at talking least, like in the... In the... Crotchal undercarriage yeah, region? Uh, yeah. Direct, pointing directly <laughs> down. I know one other person who has uh, one other guy who has worn holes in his underwear. And that's your grandfather. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just, it happens. It's a life of hard living. And Miss Shannon and I just looked at each other and we're like, get some new underwear, dude. And di- try a different brand. <laughs> you know? Did you guys to my have an underwear yeah. spot? Yeah. Yeah. I'm wearing chill boys, chill boys right now. Yeah, never happened to my chill boys. chill boys. But I, I just can't believe that no one's ever had that problem before. And boy, I mean, listen, guys, I don't know about you. I just quit a job that was paying me every two weeks. <laughs> and so just go out and buy underwear left and right, Nilly and Willie. Hmm. For my Willie. <laughs> Great. Can I hit this button now? All right. Give me a beat. It's time to talk music. I enjoy music. With Donna Valentine. And Steve Patterson. You like Huey Lewis on the news? This is the beat. If I told you 
this artist just sold more than 400,000 tickets to next year's shows in Ireland. Who would you think I was talking about? I would have said one of two names. Taylor Swift Mm. or Adele. Oh, good. Good one. Are Uh, both right? Uh, No, it's Garth Brooks. Oh. Garth Brooks has still got it going on. Man, oh, man. He He is a concert machine. He really is. Tickets went on sale on Thursday for shows at Croke Park in Dublin. He ended up, he was hoping to sell out two. Just two nights. He ended up selling out five. And shows aren't even happening until next September. Um, They're going to be at the tail end of his stadium tour, which he says is going to kick off here in North America in February or March. And he's going to be filming them for a possible TV or streaming special. So make sure you look good. That is incredible. I mean, he... I would have said Garth Brooks was in his prime in like the early 90s. Yeah. Mid 90s. And here he is so many years later still proving that he is relevant. It's there's a bit of a nostalgia scarcity thing that he does too cuz he doesn't tour every year. That is true. But that doesn't work for everyone. Because the risk that you run, that your manager would sit you down and say, but then they're going to forget about you. Right. They'll move on to the next thing. He took so many years off, Steve. He took a whole bunch of years off until his kids graduated high school. He said, I'm not touring. Wow. Nobody's going to twist my arm until my last daughter graduates from high school. It's kind of like what you're doing. Wait, no. (laughs) You're calling me the Garth Brooks of local television, Donna? What are you doing? What television? Hey! Hey! Don't you? I found myself walking around Home Depot last night, softly whispering as I passed people, remember me? It was a low moment. (laughs) Somebody, like, taps you on the shoulder. You think they want a picture. And they're like, will you take a picture of me and my friends? No, they were more like, sir, do you know where the lumber is? (laughs) 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 The glory days are in my past. I sense it. No. Um, hey, I watched something else yesterday. All I do is watch stuff now. I watched about eh, 25 minutes of the Beatles get back on Disney Plus because Rocco was telling us about it yesterday. He got through the whole first part. This is a three part series called Get Back on Disney Plus, two and a half hours each episode. Yeah, you're not going to get through this. No, but here's what I really, really like. I watched it too. How much did you watch? About 25 minutes. Okay. I really loved the first five minutes. They do a let's catch you up on the life of the Beatles. And it moved really fast. And it started in 1956. John Lennon was a part of a band called the Lizards or something weird. All right, the Quarrymen. (laughs) And then after that, uh, one year later, he finds 14-year-old... Uh, what's his face? Paul uh, McCartney. Yes. And then there's 13-year-old George Harrison, and they all get together. And uh, first of all, I didn't realize that the Beatles were as young as they were when they popped. Yeah. And then it was so cool just seeing all of the hits. Just I, I, It was a testament to the greatness of the Beatles and their songbook as they went through really quick, and you hear one song after another song, and you hear the music, again, in a span of five minutes, 
the sound transitioning from how they started to what they became, Mm -hmm. what they're doing within this series, which is really just, I'm always amazed when people have the forethought to record things. Yes. Yes. And it is it's I think access it's, like you've never had before to the Beatles. And it's stuff that I think has never been seen before. Right. Because I've Rocco, have you seen the Beatles anthology? Yes. So good. Super good. It's like one of the best docu series documentaries I've ever seen. This this is really raw. You know, and you know what was getting on my nerves? I already know. Now wait. I know yes. you so well. You do. I know. And R- Rocco mean, referenced this. You wanted to tell Yoko to go go. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm like, okay, what a hanger on, and like nobody's asking your opinion. She's sitting. Uh, here's what I didn't they, like ugh. about it. She's sitting right next to them. It's Paul sitting right beside John. George is there. Ringo's there. And then Yoko is just essentially leg to leg with John Lennon doing her own thing. At one point, I thought, look at her. She's just on her phone. I don't know what she was holding because there weren't phones right. back then. But And I just thought this would really crush the vibe. And she's like eating and just sitting there and observing. Whoa, and load. honestly, they were probably in the throes of that passionate portion of you know a relationship when you're just obsessed with one another sure but as that's their job right so that's work mm-hmm. if somebody brought their imagine if i had lou right here leg every to leg day, with me every day you'd be like you know look okay great that you guys like each other but can we just work here yeah like can we concentrate on what we're doing i hear you love you lou yoko has to go go yeah she's just like what are you doing here and i bet that she had a lot to do with why the band broke up. Yeah, just looking at that video, I just thought she. Why so do you hate funny. women? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't you support women anymore. Do and you? I like Yoko. She seems like a nice lady. They were madly in love. That's great. All right, we're out of time. We can't Fine. Talk about oh this wow, anymore. we are. Oh my goodness. Okay. Um, hey, when we come back, we got a little bonus. Uh, uh, bonus music news. We're going to hear John Travolta's daughter sing. Donna gives this an A plus. Hear it for yourself when we come back on Donna and Steve. Donna and Steve on my talk one zero seven one. Everything entertainment. So nice to be back with you, Steve. Yes, I have new cologne that I'm wearing for you to welcome you back. Thanks, I got- Steve. Abercrombie Fierce Reserve. I don't know if it's pungent enough for me. I really wanted to... I only did four sprays today. I'm going to do six tomorrow. You know, I did like five sprays this morning, and I don't smell anything. I mean, what am I spending all this money on? Anyway. Um, Okay, so little bonus uh, beat. I wanted you guys to hear this because it's kind of um, trending this morning. John Travolta and Kelly Preston's daughter... I think her name is Ella. Yeah, Ella mm-hmm. Blue. She's got a really pretty voice. She's going to have an album coming out. So I was like, oh boy, what's this going to sound like? <laughs> Scared. All grease covers. That's funny, Steve. Thanks, Sarada. You're welcome. Uh, Rocco, can you uh, get that for us? Mm-hmm. She wrote this song, by the way. Very pretty. Oh. She can sing lullabies. Yeah. And she wrote this. It'll be on an EP coming out. Oh, when does it come out? Like next next year sometime. It says next year on the on the ground. Okay. So, That's yeah, nice. Steve, you could link that, link that up, right? I'll link that up. Thanks, um, Steve. You know, to people's voices, like no one would have sung like that 20 years ago. Yeah, it's kind of a new 
sound? Every generation has a new sound of singing and speaking, and I just find it very interesting. Sick them up, yeah. Uh. <laughs> Nobody's talking like that anymore. If you go back and watch some of these old, old-timey movies, which I did a, a couple of weeks ago, I can't remember which one I watched, but it was very, you know, very affected, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, I, I need to speak with the clerk. Right, Is the clerk here? Yeah, exactly. Oh, uh, you called for the clerk, did you? Yeah, it's, Weird. it's it's kind of fun to like watch the evolution of yeah. language and <laughs> it is. Okay. I love words. Donna words Valentine once said, "Yeah, man, words are cool." Hey, man, uh, made a resolution last night. Right. Oh, Steve, you're jumping the gun a little bit. It's not even December yet. Well, we made a 2022 resolution. Lou and I did, and it's worth noting that Lou agreed to this. My wife of 16 years, wow. who does not like resolutions and does not like goals. And that is a source of contention in our relationship when I say, let's sit down and think some goals for the next year. To which she says, what if we just, like, survived while we have all these young kids? What if we did that? Would that yeah, be okay? Yeah, see, that's how I would think. I know, it's frustrating. I'm surrounded by you people. I know, but where did this come from, this, like, goal-oriented <laughs> just wanting to, thing? I just want to progress. I want to move forward. But you can move forward without, like, making declarations. Uh, I suppose... But I want to live life intentionally, okay. you know? All right. If you're unintentional, you look back and it, great things don't happen on accident. Okay. Here's what we did. She mentioned that she bumped into a friend yesterday, a friend that she used to hang out with and really hasn't over the past so many years. And uh, I said, you know, we should, uh, we should get together sometime with them for dinner. Blah, blah, oh, blah. I see where this is going. Very quickly, <laughs> this turned into... Us having a goal, and we are we are homebodies, so understand that. And then we have a little guy, and then the pandemic added excuses to us to just stay in, stay home. Our goal in 2022, and this might sound lame, but baby steps for us, is to have dinner with someone Rocco. once a month. This is our door. So yes. once a month, yes, we I get accept. together. Thank you. <laughs> Gosh, I day. told her. My day works for you. I said, if I bring this up, Donna's going to come. But then I said, you know what? We can have Donna over. We can have Rocco over. We could do a little dinner soiree. But and sometimes it'll be at our house. Sometimes it'll be out. Whatever works best. She said, let's not too, put too many parameters around it. Yeah. But what we do is once a month, we connect. And it's got to be a different group every month. You know what I mean? So that way it's yeah. not like, hey, we got together with, you know, Petey and Pam. And then Petey and Pam again. And then again and again and again. But we set up dinners once a month with different groups of people. And any extra dinners that you do, bonus. But then it helps us to intentionally put on the calendar, let's do this. Let's connect with them. You need to have friends. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Yeah. Thanks. I'm so, not driving to Chaska for <laughs> nothing. Come on, for nothing? Rocco, he'll he's got an extra room. Do you have an extra room? Yeah, but it is not that you are driving home or getting an Uber. I am not. This is not turning into a sleepover. <laughs> Maybe it should be lunch with you guys. Yeah. No, we don't want to do lunch. But there are people, you know. I just How about happy like, hour. Now that you're freed up, we could do like a four o'clock. Just, uh, I we don't want to. Come it's over. A, no. What do you mean? <laughs> you said you were going to come over, and then you never came over. When did that happen? You invited Perpich and me. Yeah, but then you fired him. I didn't fire (laughs) Well, that's what the press said. Oh, no. What do you think of my resolution? Once a month dinners with a different group of friends each month. That's great. Yes. Yes. You like it, Rocco? I like it. Does it sound lame? No. I like it because it's actually doable. <laughs> it's not like, I'm going to do a thousand sit-ups every day at 5 a.m. Yeah, you would have thought I would have said, like, every Thursday we're getting together. Yeah. One time it's got to be work friends, then church friends, then neighborhood friends, and then cycle again. Right. But this time, once you a month. just keep it just, it's simple. Be simple. Like me. Simple yet elegant. Oh, boy. Uh, <laughs> give us a call. 651-641-1071. We're going to play the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. You can win a great prize. Call us. 651-641-1071. Game time next. Hello. Hi. Welcome back. I used to be on TV. Ah, sorry. <laughs> sorry. I can make eye contact with you now. Yes. Right? I mean, it's amazing. Because I'm you're really... not on TV anymore. That's... Nervous about the company picnic next summer. Oh, yes, yes. When TV usually eats first and radio gets to come. And as long as they help clean up, they get scraps. Totally. We're treated like raccoons. Not entirely untrue. Anyway, thank you, Taylor Swift, for bringing us back with your 10-minute song. We appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, you want me to keep her going for another no! eight, nine minutes? No, no, we're good. We're good. Donna was already uh, rolling her eyes as we're coming back. Like, can I start talking yet? Can I know. Taylor, like, oh, gosh. It's like another half hour on this song, which is just a run-on sentence. Okay. Anyway, sorry. I love Taylor. I don't know I what know, happened. Wow. What was that? <sighs> sorry. I'm going to hit this button. Yeah. It's time to attend the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's like quiz ball. Three trivia questions to find out who's smarter. Donna. Donna's a smart one. Or Steve. His brain ain't right, but it's fun. And here's your host. DJ Rock Lobster. Lobster. I want to see how smart you are. I do want to see how smart you are. There's somebody on the line who is going to guess which one he, uh, is smarter. Her name's Katie. And together, the four of us are going to be celebrating the birthday of Ben Stiller, turning 56 today. Nice. 56. Mm, wow. Yeah. Whoa. Katie's blown Hi, Katie. away. Katie, how old are you? <laughs> what did you say? I'm sorry. I, I just I said, how old are you? Oh, well, Steve, I'm 60. Are you serious? I am dead serious. Oh my gosh, you have the voice of a teenager. Wow. I know, but not the body. Okay. <laughs> Very well. Um, okay, so you uh, are 60, 
And Ben Stiller is 56. We're celebrating his birthday today. Who do you want to team up with, Donna or Steve? I'm going to team up with Donna. Oh, no! (laughs) All right. Well, bye now. Okay, hang on the line. I'm going to do my best. I'm not a big Adam Sandler movie (laughs) person. Ben Stiller. Oh, I'm sorry, Ben Stiller. <laughs> I no, said okay. Adam Sandler. Katie is okay. Sorry about the Katie. This. Yeah, Katie. Sorry. That's all right. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. You might know. Some I of don't these. know, Rocco. This is, there's a lot of dude isms going on around here. I'm just gonna say a lot of dude themed. Well, you're the one who doesn't like Yoko. <laughs> <laughs> I got an email and somebody said, you know, Linda was there too. How come you're not yeah. complaining about her? I'm like, I didn't see Linda. Sorry. She comes later in episode Yeah, she one. comes later and then and she, she actually jo- hangs she joins with, the band. Uh, she hangs, well, she joins Wings, I think. That's right. right. That, that doesn't show up in Here. the documentary. Um, you know, somebody made a joke that said Peter Jackson's next movie is going to be Lord of the Wings. Oh, that's good. You like that? I love it. Uh, I can't take credit for that. All okay. Right. I'm ready. First question. The first actor ever to get a $20 million payday was Jim Carrey. In this 1996 stiller directed dark comedy film, name it. Um, there's something about Mary. Number two, there's named the 2008 Vietnam War movie where Ben, Jack Black, and Robert Downey Jr. play actors who need to survive actual war dangers. It's actually very funny. It's called Tropic Thunder, I think. And how many Night at the Museum movies has Mr. Ben Stiller appeared in? Three, I guess. Okay, so what? And the first one is not There's Something About Mary. It's dark. It's Is it the... Can you repeat the question? Because I think it's actually Meet the Fockers. It's uh, basically Jim Carrey, 1996. He was the first There's actor to get Mary. a $20 million payday. That's fine. I don't know. All right, well, we'll see if Katie knows. Let's pull her up. Hi, Katie. Hello. Do you want to change any of my answers? Yeah, I think you're wrong on number one. Yeah, me too. It's starring Jim Carrey, correct? Yes. Is that um, Cable Guy? Is it? <laughs> oh, come on. Well, well I don't know. What I'm going to say it's... Hey, no, get out. Right. Get. It's either... 20 million. Okay, I'm going to say Cable maybe it's Guy nurse Betty. in it. Okay, let's go Cable Guy. Okay, now, we can, get, okay. now we can get Steven. All right, all right, good job, Katie. By the way, I didn't even say this, Katie. You have a chance to win a pair of movie passes to an advanced screening of Being the Ricardos, starring Ooh. Nicole Kidman and Javier Bardem. Hey. Tuesday, December 7th at Showplace Icon West End at 7 p.m. I'm halfway there. There you go. Donna, can you say the name of the... Uh, ha- Javier, yes. Javier, Javier Bardem. Oh, boy. Bardem. No. Javier, Javier. No. Ha- no. Oh, no. Caviar <laughs> Bardem. <laughs> May I, I try? thought you were good at that one. Yeah, go ahead. Javier. Javier Bardem. Correct. Oh. Ding. Nicaragua! Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, Steve-O. Yes? Let's ask you some questions about the career of Ben Stiller turning 56 today. Mm. Uh, let's start with this one. The first actor ever to get a $20 million payday was Jim Carrey. In this 1996 Stiller-directed dark comedy film. Cable Guy. 
Uh, name the 2008 Vietnam War movie where Ben, Jack Black, and Robert Downey Jr. play actors who need to survive actual war dangers. What do you mean, you people? Tropic Thunder. And how many Night at the Museum movies has he appeared in? Hmm, it's two or three. Um, I think it's two. Shoot. I'm going to say two. Shoot. <laughs> I'm going to say two. Okay, here comes the buzzer. Oh, Let's that... go over the questions. Okay, we'll go through them. Um, you guys were correct. The Cable Guy, 1996. Yes. Katie Jim Carrey got, got a $20 million payday, the first actor to ever do so. Wow. I did not like that movie. Yeah. I don't remember. It was just really he was a, angry, a thief, right? The cable guy, right? Yeah, and Ben Stiller was the customer. Uh, no, I know Matthew Ben Stiller directed it. Matthew Broderick. Oh, was yeah. yeah. Oh, I love Matthew Broderick. Um, you both got Tropic Thunder, right? That's a funny movie. Yes. So funny. There's a great that scene that I quoted is uh, when somebody says "you people" and then Robert Downey Jr., who is acting as a black man. Says, what do you mean, you people? And then an actual black man says, what do you mean, you people? <laughs> it's, very, it's funny. funny. Yes, it was kind of a joke on actors who go full method. Yes. Right. And, uh, yeah. So, uh, and then the third one, uh, there are three. Dang it. No! There is a fourth something in the works. I think it's going to be an animated uh, streaming thing, though, but it's not out yet. Let's pretend I said three and, and we'll do the tiebreaker tie for fun. Okay, okay. sure. Um, see if you can name this movie. Breathe deeply. Steve. 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 Lander. Yes. Oh, I never saw it. I like this song. Of course you do. Hello, Derek. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Welcome to your relaxation time. Ew. Let this wonderful 80s classic soothe you. Just a nice, warm, happy uh, time. Ew. Happy, happy. Who's that happy. voice? Will Ferrell. There you go. Oh, yeah. I need to, I, I've actually only ever, like, sort of seen that movie. I don't think I ever have, to be honest. Let's yeah. do that together. How many movies are we going to start seeing with each other now? <laughs> You know, Carol, congratulations, you it's won not a prize. Carol. Sorry. Katie. 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 Yeah. All right, Steve. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. Katie, I don't know. I'm happy for you. I just feel all mixed up today. Yeah, you sound like it. Yeah. Did you hear I used to be on TV? <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Hmm. We'll see. Uh, that was then. Yeah, it was then. <laughs> this yep. is now. Reality yep. starting to set in. Yep. Like the club one lights. step away from rock bottom. Yeah, the club lights <laughs> uh, we'll turned on. We'll watch you on Kelly, that Kelly show. Oh, Kelly and Ryan. Yeah, those guys. Oh, yeah. there you go. Mm, what do you know? Mm. <laughs> You'll see. All right. All right, bye, Katie. Bye, Have a Katie. wonderful bye. day. Yeah, stay on hold. I'll get your info. Alrighty then. Katie gives off that vibe that she would happily stand in your doorway for about 40 minutes at the end of the party. <laughs> I'm kidding, Katie. I love you. That's um, I'm a loser, and that's why I'm hurt. Hey, Steve. What? Um, we have a we have a live remote broadcast this week. Girlfriend, you ain't lying. We have got a Santa stop. Ooh. The Santa stops actually uh, get going tomorrow. And our first one 
will be this upcoming Friday, and we're just so pumped about this. Yeah, we're going to be at Twin Cities Closet Company in Mound, right? Is that where we're going to be? Yes. Yes, It's going to be in Mound. Uh, This is happening on Friday, this upcoming Friday, December 3rd. And here's what we're doing. This is to benefit Ronald McDonald House Charities. It's our 14th annual Santa project. So here's what you can do on Friday. Come by. Say what's up to me and Donna. We would love to say hello. And then bring uh, a, uh, a gift, a toy or a gift to Twin Cities Closet Company in Mound. And then we will make sure that those get to the Ronald McDonald House in time for the holidays. More details on a full broadcast schedule at mytalk1071.com, keyword Santa. There you go. Yes, don't go to the um, <clears throat> Minneapolis Avenue location. Although you can go there to drop off oh, absolutely. toys. But you if just you want won't to see, see Donna and Steve there. Yeah. Go I got to look at some of these, too, these, uh, these closet Me situations Me, too. I was here. looking this morning. I was like, they're nice. My wife, has. Uh, she's got two rooms, the laundry room yep. and her closet that she feels... Needs some inspiration. Yeah. A plan. I get it. And so uh, I'll be peeking at things. I get it, bro. Hopefully I'll be able to stay on my chair this year. That was a couple times ago at uh, Nani Nalu where they had surveillance video running as Mm -hmm. Donna went to sit back down (laughs) and (laughs) totally (laughs) missed her chair and sat hard (laughs) on the ground. She fractured her cockix. <laughs> I mean, she thumped on the ground. She blamed me because, well, because I, you moved the chair, and then I came back, and I was expecting my chair to be there, so I just went to sit. And I well, was like, what sort of trust falls are you living in every day? <laughs> I generally like to check real quick if something's on wheels. I just want to check. I don't know. But she thumped hard, and then Nani Nalu had video of it that they were able to show us by the end of it. Oh, it was so. <laughs> It was so great. It, it wasn't that funny. Uh, oh, it was hilarious. Um, I'm going to go. Hey, when we come back, Da-da-da-da. Tiger Woods spoke for the first time since his really bad car accident that he was in toward the beginning of this year. What he had to say about how his future in the game of golf will change dramatically. You'll hear from him. When we come back, it's Don and Steve on my talk. Good morning. We're back. Yeah, guys, calm down. Donna and Steve, along with DJ Rock Lobster. Who is uh, threat number one when it comes to party foul tomorrow during our power lunch with our big boss, (laughs) Dan Seaman. He's the guy I'm nervous about because I have a feeling, and and Rocco, you're must for a moment, that he'll come drunk. Well... You know, we have like a zero alcohol policy here at Hubbard as far as, you know, working. And I we believe do? I need to come back to work after I Oh, lunch. you yeah. do. Okay, we Pretty don't. Sure. We have to go prep. Yeah, so you guys just go get hammered. No yeah, we'll have to, well, maybe we'll just have a Cosmo or something. A Cosmo? I don't know. I'm just <laughs> thinking of something sippy. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, man. Okay. I'm getting something that comes with a special straw. Do they still sell like those whalebone, you know, cocktails? Uh, oh. You know, I don't know what you're talking about. Because we're gonna be at Red Lobster. Oh, I get it. Oh, did they have a drink that was called like the whalebone? I don't know. You know, I thought it was like came in like a big plastic, you know, two and a half foot tall. Oh, and it's container. Blue. Yeah, <laughs> comes with a crazy straw. Yeah, exactly. We'll see. Yeah. We'll we'll ask special for that tomorrow. All right. Before you get to your story, I just want to tell you very quickly, Steve. What? That um, your hometown of Pennsylvania, or your home state of Pennsylvania, yes, 
<clears throat> we'll edit that later. Sure. Um, has got a potential new senator. Oh, a lifelong politician? Nope. Dr. Mehmet Oz no. is running. They say he's decided to run for a U.S. Senate seat. So this is coming from TMZ, who is usually pretty pretty right on. No, I bet they're right. Dr. Oz just made a multi-million dollar media buy in the state, a media buy to push his impending candidacy. Wow. So he did appear on TMZ Live recently, was kind of coy about running, but he sounded like he was leaning in that direction. And since then, they have learned that he now has a full campaign staff. Uh, including Chris Hansen, not the To Catch a Predator guy. Oh, different one. Um, he ran the National Republican Senatorial Committee. So keep your ears open for that. I don't know. J- just yesterday, Matthew McConaughey said, no, not running for governor. I not think it's a not good move. yet. He said, not at this time. He's going to in the future. You think so? I think so. Okay. Uh, but I don't know how I feel about this Dr. Oz situation. I don't either. And then he's going to have to put his show on the back burner. Avi, what are we supposed to do with this? I don't know. Thank you. Tiger Woods was in a very bad uh, automobile accident earlier this year. Really bad. Has gone radio silent ever since then. But yesterday, in an exclusive interview with Golf Digest, I believe it was, um, he talked about his future and what golf will look like for him moving forward. Here is Tiger Woods. I can still maybe, if my leg gets good enough, maybe kick off a tournament here or there. But as far as climbing the mountain, get all the way to the top, I don't think that's a realistic expectation of me. But I think something that is realistic is playing the tour one day, never full-time ever again, pick and choose, just like what Mr. Hogan did. You pick and choose a few events a year, and you play around that. You practice around it and try to gear yourself up for that, and you play it. I think that's kind of how I'm going to have to play it from now on. It's an unfortunate reality, but it's my reality. And I understand it, and I accept it. Hmm. Now, I mean, I, I don't know if they uh, got into what really happened that morning. What do you remember? Why were you in hear. such a rush? There is going to be a press conference today. So this is ahead of a uh, a tournament that he does every December. Okay. And he, so there will be a presser today that he's going to be a part of. But, you know, he got out and sort of got to say things on his terms there. Um, I think this is good for Tiger Woods. And I think it kind of plays nicely into where he is in his life. So he's gone through five back operations. When he talks about scaling the mountain, he did that when he came back and won the Masters a couple of years ago after just really going through all sorts of physical problems with his back. And he Mm -hmm. he didn't know if he'd ever play golf again. And then he worked his way back. I would caution you what this, what I don't think this means, Tiger Woods still thinks, I think that he can win another major championship. That will be his goal. That's the only thing he knows how to do. But I think what he did yesterday is, and I could be wrong. Maybe I'm being hopeful in this. He's downplaying, you think? I think what he's doing there is just sort of dialing everything back, dialing back the pressure. Keeping the expectations low. Expectations are low. And when when he says, I'll pick and choose like Mr. Hogan, Ben Hogan, very famous golfer of decades and decades ago, was in an automobile accident and then came back and just went to certain events. 
he will play in the majors. That will be his goal. When he says, I'll pick and choose events, I can tell you four of those events are going to be the Masters, the U.S. Open, the British Open, and the PGA Championship. Because he's still in pursuit of Jack Nicholas's all-time record of 18 major championships. Tiger Woods has 15. I think he's still going to do that. And then maybe a handful of other ones as well. Um, I think that the timing of this, though, as his son grows up, he played in a father-son oh, uh, yeah. event about a year and a half ago. And as that, as he grows up, I think this is, well, it's a bad situation that forces him or allows him the easier opportunity to pull back from the tour and that grind of doing two or three weeks every month. And he can spend time with his son, play with him, watch him, help him grow up in the game of golf, and then say, hey, we got the Masters coming up next month, and now I'm going to really dial in, but I'm going to practice from home and gear up for that tournament and then go play it. It's also... In in some ways, it's good and bad for the PGA Tour. The PGA Tour always does better when Tiger's on TV. But we were talking about Garth Brooks earlier mm-hmm. and the scarcity which drives people to his concerts where he hasn't toured in a few years and then he says, I'm coming back yes, to Minneapolis. so it's going to be the same type of thing. You buy tickets. It will now be even more than it already is an event when Tiger is at that tour event. Right, you know because what it'll I mean? be so rare. Gotta go. We gotta go yes. see him. And he'll have more fans than he's ever had before. That's my my take. But I really want him to sit down with Oprah or Diane Sawyer. I don't know, whoever. And just tell his side of the story. Mm-hmm. Like, tell us what happened that morning. Yeah. Were you rushing? Did you just, were you speeding? Were, were there any criminal charges? There weren't any criminal charges. Uh, but he, uh, the, the findings were that he was going fast enough to go up and over a meeting. He was speeding. He was going more than the speed limit from what they so, uh, right, because they had like a box or something, mm-hmm. right? Yes. So, based on that, w- couldn't he be cited with? Yeah, that all kind of quiet. A fine or something. <clears throat> if you're going, you know, seventy miles per hour, and you're only supposed to be going forty, and they've got proof of it, mm-hmm. yeah, it, it just kind of fizzled out. Yeah, it really did. I don't know what's going to happen. He said, he said, I don't want to make it sound too dire, but there was sort of a fifty-fifty shot of me walking out of the hospital with a leg. Wow. So he wasn't sure wow. how badly damaged his one leg was just fully torn up. So he said he's got to build back that muscle. Wow. And uh, he did have a video on his Instagram the other day, but he had a compression sleeve on mm-hmm. his leg as he was swinging a golf club for the first time, just said making progress. Wow. But my brother and I were just commenting the other day how amazing it was for him to go virtually, what was it, probably eight or nine months of radio silence. You heard nothing, nothing from Tiger Woods and no media got him. No TMZ got him. No, you just didn't see him. It was a remarkable feat in laying low. When did this accident happen again? I think it was Two? in February or March. Okay. Well, then the pandemic happened. Yeah. Yeah. And not to make light of it, but in some ways that worked to the advantage of him being able to live. No, but it was, it was this year. That was this year? Yeah, uh, April 8th. Uh, oh, I thought it was last year. I don't know why. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Well, well, then he's doing really well. Yeah. No, February, but yeah. February. 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 Uh, yeah, DJ we- Rock Lobster studies all of the latest entertainment headlines. We have a dirt alert coming up next. And the real reason that Will Ferrell split up with his longtime producing partner, me, no likey, it's next.